Hi, and welcome to uh, the A-Team podcast. I'm Dr. Andrea Davis. Uh, my partner in crime, Antoinette Shields, is at the office uh, working where, where we need her to be in this moment. So for this episode, it's going to be me. And I'd like to introduce you to uh, my colleague and friend, Dr. Courtney Green, who's based in Alabama. And even though we have never met in person, um, I very much consider Courtney to be a, a close collaborator and friend uh, in the field of physical therapy and in the sisterhood of business owners in physical therapy. Uh, not easy to find women, uh, like-minded women in the sports industry that is uh, are, are willing to speak <laughs> about their experiences and, and share some of the, the stresses and struggles. So uh Courtney welcome Dr. Green I appreciate it good to be with you <laughs> so uh this morning uh Courtney why don't you tell us a little bit about uh your facility 1041 strength and physical therapy um a okay. little bit different than what we see in New Jersey which is why it's yeah. very exciting to me and impressive <laughs> so please uh, yeah, so I am a business partner at 1041 Strength and Physical Therapy. We're based in Alabama, and it is so different from any other state. <laughs> uh, I still wonder why we're pushing the envelope, just like yourself in New Jersey. Alabama. Uh, <laughs> but in Alabama, of course, you know, PT has their own laws in each state. So in Alabama, we definitely have to go the either insurance route or cash-based. So I was a very progressive and aggressive PT in a conservative, uh, <laughs> I guess, manner. Um, <laughs> been out of school for a while. So my skill set was tailored a little bit more toward getting someone back quicker, but better. Okay. And I got just really frustrated with insurance companies telling me what I could and couldn't do or just because my elbow hurt did not allow me to look elsewhere, joint above, joint below, core, lower extremity, whatever. And I just decided to jump ship, start something that I thought everybody else uh, would, I guess, uh, benefit from. A new way of PT, which we know in school, this is what we do day in and day out. And I partnered with a certified strength coach and we combine both professions, which has very much common sense behind it, but I guess we don't have those kind of mentalities in our profession. Yeah, no, I mean, um, for, for me, it's always made sense. I've always kind of seen physical therapy as a, you know, strength and conditioning or performance training, really, we're all kind of right. bundled in that that same world. Right. So um, right. when our friend Trent Nestler introduced us, mm -hmm. um, it was like, you know, one of those like, oh, my God, somebody thinks this way. I'm not the only <laughs> one. Right. Are you kidding? <laughs> I just wish it wasn't states away, I guess. That's right. It makes it safe for us <laughs> to talk without being That's like, right. Hmm, That's right. Are you going to do? Still yeah, my gonna idea. <laughs> exactly. hundred yeah. percent. No. So, I mean, why don't you walk us through a little bit? Cause uh, it's definitely yeah. different than anything that sure. we have uh, up here. Okay. We have, um, we do have, you know, like traditional gyms, right? Membership gyms. And right. then usually yeah. you'll find like a small PT, like one-off PT working right. within the gym. And, right. you know, the, the idea is that client base is already there, but right. um, I, I don't know that there's anybody really that's doing kind of what you're doing in Alabama. So no. um, if you'd like to share with us, if, I, if I'm a sure. new client, say, right. uh, coming to your facility, what, what would right. our experience be? So 
we are under one roof, which makes it easier. We're all one company. I work for 1041. And so we only staff certified Olympic lifting strength coaches. So the background is a little bit more in depth of exercise science, kinesiology, things like that. And then they go the Olympic lifting route. And then they also get some corrective exercises. And then they team up with me. Uh, If you come off the street, I'm just like a regular PT clinic. So you can utilize our facility. But the good thing is, if you're a member of our facility, because we are a 24-7 gym, we have two locations uh, they can walk in and a member gets a little bit more benefit out of utilizing my services. So at a discounted rate or whatever, I do not take insurance. So that means, um, if I feel smarty, like, smarty, hey, it means you're a smarty. <laughs> uh, no, no, it means I'm, I, I, I want more control. How about that? Uh, yeah. but I feel like then I can take a person and, and really listen to them. Cause I feel like PT is, uh, piece of the puzzle like we're Mm -hmm. supposed to put all the pieces together and I listened to a podcast um so I'll have to listen to yours so I'm gonna throw (laughs) that out on uh but what I want to do and what you're doing as well in New Jersey is if if we have the education that we have and we spent time and money doing that and we are supposed to be a specialist or a specialist in movement okay and we have our doctorate then we should earn the respect that if someone comes to us, they should feel freedom to contact us first. Okay. And I relate it to sports. So you have a football team. Us as the PT should be the quarterback. Okay. Mm -hmm. Ball should be handled to us first, which is the patient. And then we sit and we should get one-on-one time with the patient and try to figure out the best route, the game plan. Do we Mm -hmm. shuffle them to a specialist so they don't have to go through the monotonous waiting game of weeks and weeks of, hey, go to PT or go get imaging. Oh, well, we got to do more PT. And then the surgery that may have been warranted now is prolonged before it's done. And then it may become more severe. So the recovery is a lot harder. So fast tracking the system because that's what we should be able to do. Our diagnostics, yeah, our diagnostic (laughs) uh, assessment skills, things like that. We may not know exactly what needs to be done, but we know how to navigate. Okay, this one's going to need to take care of this problem. This is what you've got going on. Oh, well, so-and-so didn't know you had this in your history. That's what it is. So let's get that taken care of. And when you come see me, it's more of a overall approach. So Anybody that comes in, if they're not officially getting PT, mm-hmm. then they can, uh, usually my business partner, my boss, Jeff Fanna, he'll sit down with me and we'll interview the patient or the client together. And we mm-hmm. go through the vast information that they have and how they reach their goals. So if it's just PT, yes, they deal with me. If it's not, then we sit down together and try to come up with the movement side. So what is in their history that's going to inhibit them from reaching their goals. And he comes from the strength side and we put those together and we figure out the best route for that person. Um, But overall performance, just like what we've said, insurance usually caps somebody. And so when they come in our facility, a lot of times they're like, Hey, I'm sorry, but I wish I would have known about you sooner, but the physician shuffled me 
encouraged me to go sure. somewhere else. Sure. And they left me like this. Uh, I get yeah. that a lot. They left me like this. Yeah. The surgeon doesn't get blamed, but the PT gets blamed. And so I wanted to make sure that I do what is right that I feel like the patient needs, whether or not insurance covers it or not. So, so, I mean, we were talking off camera before we started about essentially, yeah. uh, you know, closing the gap or, or minimizing right. the, um, you know, that overlay or lag time. Right. Um, right. And for myself, I mean, that's one of been one of my biggest frustrations throughout my, you know, 23 years in PT is just watching how, you know, you know, you can help someone, you right. know, that they're going to put the work in for that. But right. the, there's all of these barriers that um, unbeknownst to the patient, most of the time in the general public, there's tons of barriers because right. they don't know what they don't know. Right. And when you've been around a PT for more than five to 10 years, at least in my opinion, you've been around more, more than five yeah. to 10 years, you start to see patterns. You're like, why is this continuously happening? And, and I, you know, I feel, be. yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> and I feel super strongly that um, if you're still having pain, uh, it shouldn't be like, well, you know, you're in your forties oh, wow. now. You should yeah. kind of like expect it's it. Age. I mean, <laughs> not me, man. No way. Like there's certain oh. things that I, I totally get on board with, but that's not right. one of them. And you know, things right. like uh, the, the runners, right. The runners that come in and they're like, doctor said, told me just stop running. You've run your whole life. It's your mental health. It's your, right. you know, right. whatever. Like, okay, right. well maybe that's like, possibly true, but let's try to right. exhaust all these issues, you know, ahead right. of time. Right. I think it's awesome that you have the, uh, the strength guys, definitely a component that, um, is lacking, especially when you, uh, enter that, that sports world or even that gym, yeah. you know, gym mentality. Well, so. And we, we kind of, I guess, coined the phrase professional treatment and training at the amateur level. So my balls played professional football. We're mm -hmm. both collegiate okay. Got athletes. Yeah. So, when we talk to you somebody, get it. yeah, even yeah, totally get it. to our facility and they're 60 or 70, why is a professional athlete's life or quality of life, either way, yeah. more important than yours just because nope. they get a paycheck? No, yeah, that doesn't make sure. sense. So why continue? I, I just don't understand why the public comes with no education in healthcare, but doesn't question seeing this athlete get better so fast. And they're like, I had that same injury and I'm not even running or jumping or anything. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm still stuck. How are they? Yeah. Well, yeah. that's because they don't use the same healthcare chain of command that y'all do. So that's why we're bringing it. And we're trying to take what the professional level has down to the amateur level, whatever that may be. That's, that's, that's where I was, why I started what I started. Same, same yes. type of stuff. It's the, uh, the things that you see at collegiate level. I mean, I played and then I coached at the division one level for a little while and, and you see right. what's available and then you co come and you're like, no wonder these injury rates, these ACL rates are out of control and right. at catastrophic levels. Um, right. let's, you know, we go to school for this stuff. What are we doing? And then you, you yeah. find yourself, you look around, so, you know, if you have worked at larger facilities before you look around and you're mm -hmm. like, Everybody's just kind of grinding. Like, it's not yeah. like, that's not who I want to be or, or how yeah. I want to, like, I want to take pride in my work. And, you know, same, same for you, obviously. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, you look at surgeries, it's so simple. How many times do a surgery technique or, you know, ACL anchor positions, how many times has that changed? How many times 
has a UCL surgery changed? Multiple. But why are we doing the same PT for it? You know? It's oh my like, God. It's like a, this is a, a perfect lead in to, to like my favorite topic about, <laughs> like of all time is the use of technology now in, yes. uh, in rehab. And yes. why, why, why is it not <laughs> happening? And why, why, why are like, do I have to find somebody in Alabama? Do no. like they totally gets it when <laughs> I've been waiting for five years for like things to catch up? And I'm like, oh yeah, no, still nobody's yeah. doing this. All right, cool. Yeah. We'll just roll with it. So yeah, you know how same, many states right? are between New Jersey <laughs> and Alabama that you had right. to come all the way down here to find yeah, and, and between the two of us, we're gonna knock them off one at a time. That's, that's, right. that's, that's the right. that's the goal. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, Dorsa V is what we're talking yeah. about. Dorsa V, and um, uh, as we mentioned before, our friend, mutual friend uh, Trent Nessler, and his uh, amazing uh, life's work, essentially on trying to put numbers to movement patterns. Um, without giving us the cumbersome nature of a, a huge movement lab that you would normally right. get this data from. So yeah. the ability for, for you and I to basically use an iPad and have little tiny sensors and put them on our athletes and be like, uh, okay, jump. And then you get all this data. Right. Totally life-changing. <laughs> for me, it was like, like career changing, really. Yes. Yes, absolutely. So, um, how- how how are you like uh adapt like how did you adapt to that and like what do you think of it? You know, I I've been using it less time than you have. Um and there was no question in my mind. I mean, the the first day that I started practicing with it, figuring out all about it, I was like, doesn't matter. It's like I mean, right, it's, it's like light light switch goes off you're like well, yeah, what well, I mean I, I t- I consider myself very skillful on assessing very quickly. I think it has to do with my medical background, my prior uh, career, but you can only assess so much at a time. Mm-hmm. And I was, mm-hmm. you know, bringing up my phone and, and downloading videos yeah. and yep. trying to slow stuff down. Yep. That's time outside the clinic that I could have already been helping someone. So mm-hmm. this gives instant feedback objective data you can't mess it up I mean it's just (laughs) no it's 3,500 data points that I can look at plus an additional PT subjective yeah of course so looking at a person as a whole and letting the technology of the AMI actually get the objective measurement so that I can analyze it later I mean that there's I just don't get it I I don't get how another PT I don't get how I used to do it Mm -hmm. I mean I I'm missing so much and this brings down absolutely everything that you would want to know is on that test for sure yeah, I mean, so our ability to look at things, right? So the biggest, the, the biggest eye opener for me, like uh, my subspecialty is ACL rehab, and um, and that's been for forever. I've been fascinated with it, uh, distraught yes. over it, uh, yes. re rates. Like, I mean, it would keep me up at night when when yeah. I have these kids. Um, it, it's always it's in the literature everywhere, right? So it's right. one. It's valgus, valgus collapse is one one of the biggest ones. And how do you quantify right. that? Like you and I could right. look at an athlete and we'd be like. Yeah, their knees collapsing, and then they'd be like, "No, it's not." And then you're like, 
Yeah, yes, it is. It is. <laughs> so, I mean, for us, like being able to, yes, it is. And it's by, you know, 15 degrees. And right. then you retest them a few weeks later and you're like, okay, now we're at 10 degrees. We want you inside eight. Right. Um, for me, our uh, collaboration, because that's, that's how we, mm-hmm. you know, like you, you know, as we've spoken yes. before, collaboration with the athletes is key, getting the yes. buy-in and getting it, getting mm-hmm. that, um, attention to detail right. uh, and they're very goal oriented right so you right. put numbers in front of somebody and be like oh yeah i'll beat that okay good right beat it. right right that means then i'll be totally fine with you <laughs> go go play like yes. i feel good about it go play yes yes so, well and uh, we're you know just like yourself i, I love acls uh, it's one of my favorite and ucls those are those are two of my biggest um happiest people to work with I mean, I'm like, how do I get them to a most complicated sport? Okay. So when I have someone and I'm really aggressive, but there's that gap that we talked about bridging that gap, they're done with PT earlier than most places. Yep. And they're good, but they're not good enough to get back on the field. And that is why we have a lot of, not all. But that's why we have a lot of re-injury rates. And I have preached it till my face is blue um, that we still use that Biodex test. I don't know if y'all do in New Jersey, but we do in Alabama. The uh, KT-1000. Yeah, yes. KT-1000. My whole career, it's been this yes. table. It's like KT-1000. Yes. 80%. I'm like, 80%. Mm-hmm. 80%, 80% yeah. rule. And it's funny how I used to run those tests early in my career and I kept wondering yeah me too oh, actually now you say yeah, that yeah 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 I, I don't think that 80 percent is good but I had no other way to quantify it there was, was not there, there's not this doesn't look right now I did treat the other leg which a lot of people mm-hmm. don't nope same um, we do yeah yeah they get worried um yep. that's not the surgery leg so yep. I knew my my gap was going to be less, but I still didn't think there's no way they're 80%. No way. And so now we have this gauge of false sense of security of, hey, 80%, because there is a page, red light, green light, yellow yeah. light, yeah, that yeah. the parent can see 80%. Yeah. Oh, that's great. Well, look, that's 80% of suck. <laughs> Yeah, um, so <laughs> symmetrically you bad. You can be Correct. symmetrical, Correct. but your right and left yeah. can still be not great. Right, so. right. But yep. that decondition is we we tend to forget if you're not training the other side, that gap is still going to be the same, and they're both getting bad, and yep. we want them to get better. So to be able to test them and then go straight into our strength training post rehab and continue some rehab in between that needs to be tweaking. But then I also have the cases that they come to me and these are my favorite. They chose to go somewhere else. They come to me and I know right off the bat, you're not going to do well. And it's all right here. And I quickly say, Hey, we're going to, we're going to test you because they're coming to us for training. Yeah. And they come and they take this test and they're like, that's terrible. Like, and I said, happened? yeah, and, and you want to go train. This isn't even fixed. Like this should be fixed day one or yeah. this should be fixed day 20, 21, 50, whatever. Well, I've gone to PT for six months. Yeah, 
and it's gotten you this. So it's also a tool that is quick for that patient to say, well, crap, I chose the wrong place. I do have a choice and I chose to listen to someone else or someone that threw up a bunch of billboards for marketing or the physician that told me to go to this place. And I realized, man, I, I didn't, I didn't try to fight for myself and I see it. Well, thank you. And you're going to fix it. And then guess what? I'll retest it and you'll see exactly what the difference is. So, I mean, like the skill set becomes, so I feel like it's a couple layers and and tell me what your thoughts are on this, because this is something I don't think we we've talked about before. But um, so you have the you have the stuff, right? So you have this cool testing kit and you put the sensors on. Um, I feel like that's just step one. Right. So recognizing that that you have it. Step one. Step two yep. is is being able to execute appropriately and know why you're executing. And then yes. the, the the top tier, the top level that I know uh, you and I agree on this point is being able to take that information and efficiently synthesize it with yes. your clinical uh, background, like what you yep. see, like we were talking about what we see, what mm-hmm. we uh, hear in their subjective, and then apply right. and, and build all of that together yes. to create a more efficient uh, goal-driven plan, whereas maybe right. they would get there in maybe say 10 weeks, we can see like, uh, okay, this is our number one priority. And we knock that down to maybe like six weeks. And, and right. that's where your, you know, the care plan development and cost efficiency and, you know, mm-hmm. y- your business savvy, like all of that right. stuff kind of gets wrapped into one. And right. for me to knock a test out in 20 minutes, 25 so minutes, it's, <laughs> totally worth it yeah and the returns that we've been we've seen and i know we we have talked about the the returns that you've seen right exponentially Uh, better since previous right yeah comparative to uh non when you before when you weren't like testing oh yeah i mean i've always used some type of testing but Mm -hmm. by far i'll never i'll never choose something else i mean this is just instant it's easy it's portable um i'm I'm kind of spoiled because as, <laughs> as I am filling in the data on screen and I may be conversing with a parent or whatever, Coach Hannah is actually putting the sensors on and talking to the athlete, making sure we get that mental assessment, the TSK 11 with it. Yep. And yep. then I take the athlete over and we start doing the test. And then we encourage either the coach or the parent or whatever to be there. And Coach Hannah stands behind. And so for them to visually see not only the activities that are more sports-based, hey, these are are things that we would do anyway or should be doing. They see that and then they look automatically on a screen and you're reading the muscle activity or you're reading the shifting or – all this and you're going oh my goodness like so cool if i believe yeah if i believe other tests like this that physicians run why why would i not believe this and then after the test is over they see it was kind of like a workout so yeah oh yeah yeah state and being able to say you know uh the inventor you know trent nessler is a a pt so he took what we need in the PT realm and put it into technology and made it to where it really measured what we got to know. 
and it took a lot of things in consideration. So when someone, you may say, oh yeah, I thought it was maybe the glute meat or something keeping the pelvis yeah. to shift some. Oh, but guess what? You saw stationary versus now we're getting more dynamic, leaving the ground multi-directional. And I realized, oh, the knee has no idea where it is in space. So yeah. your body's going to shift some, but to be able to compare exactly the, the, you know, time it takes for the body to sense where yeah. it needs to be corrected, you're going to have all that. But the coach and the parents, I, I, everybody says the same thing. I would pay double to do this test. And yeah. who else can I get in here? So you know, we've done it on individuals and being able to relate it all to the sport. That's what I do is just yeah. relate everything afterwards. Have to. The, sure. Yeah. When the patient, when the athlete, when the parent's not around, that's what I do uh, outside before they come in the next time. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, I'll sit down with a strength coach. We'll devise a plan. Hey, d- you know, avoid doing this, this, this. They need to up these kind of corrective exercises, blah, blah, blah. But we also do it for teams. And so we have been able to go in and do teams or uh, clubs, travel clubs, whatever, and we analyze it. And it's amazing to see, and granted, it takes a lot, but yeah, you, can break yeah. it, you can break it down to position. So like, yeah. you know, softball, all your pitchers or baseball, hey, we're going to take all your catchers. Why are we having these issues or volleyball players? I want to look at my setters. I'm going to look at my outside hitters. Where is the breakdown on the team? And while we fix these issues, is there somebody you can shift? So, you know, we're running back on a football team. Hey, have you ever had a coach say that you can't really go to the right as fast? Oh, I wonder why. The test shows it. I mean, this is proof. I mean, I know we know what we're talking about. Stop plants. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Um, so we have actually educated um, a semi-pro football guy before on, hey, mention to your coach and we'll give you this data. Yeah. Tell him to put you on this side. Let's run on this and side. And see what happens. And yeah. let's see while we, you know, create a, a better stability on this side, strength and all that. Give us a little bit of time, but tell him to only kind of let you go that way. And uh-huh. he, he called us. He said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> like it, it not only helps the athlete because they're still working on something to get a get rid of their deficits per se, but they're helping the team and the coach feels more confident that, okay, we still got our good player going to where they need to go, but we're going to fix him too. So, so, um, let's, uh, so you use the AMI in your assessments mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, football has been one of the, the sports that you've utilized it in. Um, is there a particular incident where you were in situation where you were able to advise somebody on, uh, you know, using the data specifically to make some some quick adjustments in, in their play to, to help? Yeah, uh, football. But I mean, we did a mass testing early on with a volleyball club and we had over a hundred girls come through our facility. Oh, wow. Um, and so actually Trent Nessler came down and helped me and just going through and my first mass testing and, and realizing, oh man, I just saw that girl not, you know, walk in good, just the demeanor was down. She had had a previous injury. 
So real quick to pick up on some things because the data is so fast to pull up in an easy readable um, report. Now to analyze it, you know, yes, you do kind of need a little bit of a PT background, I guess, to, to help you decipher it quicker. Um, mm -hmm. But just looking at, hey, have you ever had this happen? Or volleyball girls that would walk in and they're like, hey, I got ankle braces on because I've been practicing. Well, why do you have ankle braces on? Well, because. And I'm like, because why? Like, <laughs> you're just, you don't just put it on just to put it on. There's a time and a place for, for bracing or surgeries or whatever, but you're defeating the purpose. You're yeah. just weakening that, that joint along with other joints with prolonged use. So making them realize, oh, we do the testing without the bracing on. And, okay. oh, okay, I gotcha. Now, if it's during a protocol or something, then yeah, we might keep an ACL brace on or, sure. uh, you know, something else. But most of the time I take the brace off and I want to see what they move and, and to realize not to give them so much instruction, keeping the instructions very basic, you, you tend to get a good movement pattern of what they always do. You don't yeah. want them to test different than what they would move. So I'm always like, hey, if you want to wear what you normally wear, um, you know, you want to do the testing in your basketball shoes, go do it. You know, mm -hmm. this is what you're comfortable in. And I want you to simulate what you're going to be doing. And then I can give them quick feedback of, hey, your ankles are tight. And you mentioned you really want to run a little faster or, hey, right. this person that just went ahead of you is beating you out of your spot. Here's some things to work on. And maybe if you come back, we can work on some more. So it kind of gives them the freedom of, okay, yeah, the, these people actually care and want me to do better. And yeah. they just mentioned that I could have a, my spot back or beat somebody out for a spot or right. continue to play the game a lot longer. So, so you're able to like marry that, right? So yeah. your goals and their goals are aligned. So once you know right. what, what they want, and then you can yes. utilize that data and, right. and kind of drive that conversation mm -hmm. to get you both where you want to be, which is in a, right. a more stable position. Now, well, I think um, everybody in healthcare too, it's, it's not always a two-way street. And, and I always say, I wish I had a psychology background <laughs> being a PT yeah, because true, there is yeah. a big mental thing. And that's, that's yep. kind of what you, you have done in your clinic is really ramp up the mental side. Same thing that coach Hannah is psychology background. So getting that mental side of this is what you want to do and you have control over it. And I'm just a, a means for you to get yep. that. Agree. And how do I collaboration, do right? Yes. Collaboration. It's coaching, yes. really. Yes. So, uh, like I like to use uh, the phrasing uh, "dictatorship." It's not really a dictatorship. You don't come here and I tell you what to do. You come here, yeah. we we work together. We figure out what you want, figure mm -hmm. out what you like to do, what you don't like to do, and we try and find a way that's going to benefit us both to get to the right. same point. Right. Um, and and I know, like myself, I know you're you're pretty open with the people you work with. With you know. Mm -hmm. Give it to me straight. It's why we get along. Straight shooters. <laughs> that's right. That's right. No yep, good. The good, the bad, and the ugly. Yep. Nope. That's right. Let's spit it out, and you're. It's been a long time. You're not going to hurt my feelings. For the most part, right. you're not going to hurt my feelings. So that's if right. you know, something's not going your way, I'd rather know. Because I know right. a lot of times, like 
people will just like, you know, expect that, that we are the experts, but expect anywhere they go where they go in. Well, my PT said so. Well, but, but why? why? Like, what was the, what was the goal right. behind it? Did they explain that to you? Well, no, they just said to do it. I'm like, uh, so, so for me, that doesn't really work. No. And it's no. not how my brain works either, which, you know, good, the good and the bad, you know, you overanalyze things, but to some degree, mm -hmm. I think in this profession, like you said, um, right. previous conversations, we're, we're detective skills. So, yeah. you know, yeah. we ask the questions, they give us the answers, and then we try and process everything and lay it out mm -hmm. for them, right, in, in a way. Yeah. And I feel like the, uh, the athletic movement index, the scoring and the color grading system on that scoring sheet is uh, extremely helpful in, in conveying those things. Yes. Now, Yes. When you, when you do your, your testing or when you like, we're pretty strong in our stance, uh, at least where we are, that we don't clear anybody like legally, we're, we're not clearing no. anyone. We're no. making recommendations where yes. your risk level is, and we want them to be at their highest functioning with the lowest amount of risk. Right. Um, do, what do you like, how do you address that in your, uh, in your practice where you are? Like, when are they ready type thing? So Mine's a little bit different. I don't have a steady mm -hmm. one-way stream of referrals. Mm -hmm. I, I did a hard worker and I'm not saying, I mean, you're pretty much saying the same thing that, <laughs> that my clinic does, but we earned our respect by our results. Okay. Yeah. Not yeah, by kickbacks or begging or anything else. So when no. someone comes to us, whether they come by their self on their own terms, or the physician sends them, they're expecting one thing. And that is, I'm going to get the top quality care at this facility yep. that I cannot find anywhere else. And yes, so when, when I take that pride on that they're coming for that reason and that purpose, then I have, I'm obligated to make sure that they get what they want. And for the investment side, if someone doesn't trust what you're doing, number one, that may not be consistent. So the results are going to fail mm -hmm. or they're really not going to do this stuff at home. So, you know, I always say you only see me one to two times a week. I very rarely see anybody yeah. three days a week. Uh, so it's less time in the clinic, which is better for the patient and they can mm -hmm. check in with me. But if they have that many hours outside of my control, sure, it, it's going to be on them. So I yeah. have to be able to really get the patient educated enough that they're invested. Yeah. So I have to have their commitment the same as my commitment. And if that isn't the way it's going to work, then they need to know, hey, by the way, it's your results are going to not be what you're seeing from others or what you expect out of it. And so I think that first initial visit and saying, hey, look, I'm, I, I can get you there. That's not yeah. a problem. Yeah, sure. But I can't control what you do when you leave. But I'm not going to bombard you with the same crap to do at home over and over right. and over again because your body's going to become plateauing. You're also going to come in and you're never going to know what I'm going to do. So hey, you got to mix it up. Right. So you, you come in and look forward to PT. I mean, I don't want to watch somebody do the same stuff over and over again. So I know the patient. Totally got it. Yeah. Right. And so when you have that time to really sit down and have a one-on-one -on -one conversation with that person, especially on the eval, that maybe another clinic cannot do because of the volume, then 
you're able to sit down and say, okay, you're a priority, first of all, because it's just me and you. So you feel yeah. special, you feel important, and you feel like you have control over your care. And I'm listening and I'm invested in you. So how can I help you? And I'm going to get you there. Not a problem. But you got to promise me you'll do your part on your own. And yes. you come to me because you cannot do the stuff that you're going to be doing with me at home. Yeah. And every single time I hear same thing. Oh, you spent so much time with me. Well, yeah, I got a lot done. You may not have realized it, but I was educating the whole entire hour because yeah. that first visit, as long as I gain their trust, gain their yeah. respect and so, yeah. get them invested, then it's everything certain, else is easy, right? Yes. Everything else is easy. Yes. That first do. visit. Yeah. That first visit is tough because you're, a, you know, you're clinically uh, assessing. I call it, I call it speed, speed dating for PT. Yeah. Really? <laughs> Right. Yeah. Because you're 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 listening to everything they're saying. You're asking questions. You're trying to get to know them. What's the personality? What are what are your fear points? What are our sticking points? What do you want from me? Like, do you do you need just reinforcement or do you need you know hard data? Like, you know, what's gonna get all of this going in the right direction? Well, and two, once you have that first visit with them and you get them sold, then you're really like I'm drained after an eval more than anything sure because mentally exhausting I'm I'm, yeah I'm selling Mm -hmm. myself because it's a different approach to PT yes it's the correct approach if I can say everybody should be doing everybody should be doing it so they come in and and you sell yourself you sell the way that it should be and healthcare should do this but you're also having to listen talk engage also assessing and treating so you're you're doing all this stuff at once once you get them invested that first visit you can chit chat you can you can do the treatment (laughs) blah blah blah. that's easy it's it's so easy but the loyalty that you get from that patient I've had so many people just call me hey I got this problem it's probably not even a PT problem but can you help me because I know you'll you'll listen to me. Well, you and, listen and you pay attention. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, and so, you try and point them in the right direction, right? right. So, I mean, that's, right. what, that's all we're, we're both trying to do, which is why, Correct. again, so fascinating that, you know, you're in Alabama <laughs> and I'm in New Jersey by chance meeting, et cetera. That, right. uh, one day, one day I'm <laughs> coming to New Jersey. <laughs> I told you, come to San Diego. It's going to be a good uh, time. No, no, no. <laughs> no, but, um, so, there, you know, for, for me, it was reinforcement that there are PCs out there that, that still think that way because it, it was getting a little bit, uh, it, not depressing, but like, really? Like, can I actually change the narrative? So then, right. you know, you meet people like yourself and, and Trent and, you know, yes, you can start to change the narrative. And then, you know, right. for, for me, where we are, then you start meeting other PTs and like bringing them into the fold and like, yeah. not necessarily showing the way, but like, you know, yes, there is light. Like, no, you don't have to see six patients an hour and, and grind it out, not knowing right. or paying any attention to what's going on. We want right. you to sit and think, right? you know, what kind of care you're giving. And we want the patients right. to expect more from us because right. that's what we went to school for. That's the whole point. Well, like, and the- it, yeah, it's funny because I'll have a patient come and sit down and it's typically your, your older patients that, like you said earlier, I just age, I just age or whatever. And yeah. they start Which talking to you and you're like, right. Yeah. And then they, they start talking. You're like, 
hold up. You, you said this hurts. And they're like, well, right. yeah, but I'm focusing on this. No, we're going to focus on it at the same time. Right. I'm not going to yeah. do yeah. one piece and then one piece yeah. and then one piece. Yeah. And, you know, we, we discussed it off camera that you said, just because they come in oh, with what an I said. upper extremity <laughs> injury oh, yeah, yeah. issue, yep. yeah. why are we not looking elsewhere? Because, yeah. I mean, my prime example is, and, and the AMI helps tremendously with this. And mm-hmm. I have a baseball pitcher that would come in and that's my go-to athlete right there. I just, I can break down the pitching mechanics like nobody else. But to come in and they have an elbow or a shoulder injury or Uh deficit or it doesn't feel correct, they come in and I'm like, "Uh, it's your hip. What? It's not my hip. I need you to fix my arm. That's my pitching arm. I I need to fix my arm. Don't focus anywhere else. And so I have have done this on the fly and said, okay, I'm going to put you on a test. Okay. Never seen you pitch. I've never seen you throw. Don't know anything about you. You just came to me because nobody else can help you. So I put them through the AMI. Mm-hmm. I start watching, analyzing. We go through the whole test. I tell them, take the sensors off. And then we sit down and we discuss the test. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and a lot of times I'll say, you know, if I see the glute meat or something not firing right, hey, uh, you got a pitching coach? Nine times out of 10, they'll say, well, yes, of course ma'am. they do. Yeah, yeah, of course. Have you ever been told that you dip down? What do you mean I dip down? Because, you know, again, we're females, yeah. so we. Yeah, no, you check. We, we don't know. <laughs> yeah. We don't know baseball. Right. Which is right. Like my no, no, no. Or, or any yeah. other sport by, yeah. by no means. And so <laughs> they say, uh, dipping down, what do you mean? And I'm like, well. Like as soon as you do your kick or however high leg kick you on your leg drive, you dip down. Mm-hmm. Well, m- maybe. And I'm like, yeah, because they have. You know why? Because you're hip. I tried to tell you, it's not coming from your arm. Well, how does that cause my arm? Well, your mm-hmm. hip's not going to hurt. You're just going to dip down. It's going to lower your arm. Out. Right. Well, right. now you're out of your normal slot. Where, yep. where do you think the stress is going to go? If your shoulder can take it, then your shoulder's going to take it. But if your shoulder can't, guess what? Elbow. Oh, yeah. And totally. like, oh, oh like, yeah. I, I mean, the, the, it's like leg drive all day, right? It's like, yes. Yeah. Like it, it does affect it. Core. Somebody coming in, trying to hit, trying to swing. I mean, I've seen your social media post and, and you're working on that swing. Well, if you can't transfer your energy into the bat from yep. the twisting of your core and your legs, you're not going to get it. It's going to be all arms. Nope. So it's funny how much even the technology can help back what I'm already saying. It oh, just totally. So, just totally, I mean, just hitting in general, right? Like if you think about the basic principles of uh, hitting a pitch ball, baseball, softball, yeah. whatever you want to talk about, you you right. take you have to absorb the the power that the pitch is coming in, right? So you have to absorb right. it, and then you have to redirect it. So it's right. a load unload situation, and, a lot, and ton, ton. And you look yes. at you know like oh it's my elbow. 
No, it's your legs that are shutting right. down, which is causing the right. overload on your cuff, right. with your rotator right. cuff at your shoulder, and then it's causing the breakdown at your elbow. And the right. amount of um, education that goes around with it is just, uh, it's easy to the point where once you get it, you really can't unget it. You know what I mean? No. At least on our no. side of things. No. Like once you, you get it, but we're, we're not necessarily... Um, Yes, probably taught it in school. It's been so long, so I have no idea. But um, <laughs> it, the properties of that are not translated clinically in no. most situations, unless you're yeah. working under or with someone who has mm -hmm. that skill set. And like yourself, I mean, I played sports my my entire life, mm -hmm. essentially, and then coached them. So being able to marry those worlds and translate it and now put oh, yeah. data behind it. You, mm -hmm. you start thinking about like, you know, building super athletes, like trying to, <laughs> yeah. you know, build the I Avengers. I had it. I yeah. know. I wish I had it growing up. It's crazy. Oh my goodness. Right? <laughs> no. So, I mean, the, the data analytics for, for both of us, I think has been, been key. And it's, um, yeah. it's so nice to, to talk to somebody else who is uh, actively applying it in, in everyday care. And, oh, and I hope that we time. can, uh, <laughs> I hope <laughs> that we can have more conversations regarding this and, and wrap around it over the next, you know, few months. So, well, and, awesome. and to be able to say, this is what it is. And I'm going to retest you, but this is why you're struggling. If we just fix this little thing, they go, Oh, I can throw it harder or I can run mm -hmm. faster. That's, that's what they want to hear. And they're like, crap, this person knows what they're talking about. And, and it's sad that we say those things, but it's, easier to be a PT and we can downgrade our own profession since we are PTs it's easy to just go in here's the protocol okay you're a shoulder you get this yeah do, do this stuff yeah. and this stuff yeah like stuff. Yeah. science is always yeah. changing and, yeah, for and sure. it's harder the way that we are approaching the the profession Versus sure. just coming yep. in and going, well, the doctor said do this or, hey, you know, insurance said you're good. I got to let you go. Why? Yeah. I didn't go yeah. to school a long time just to be on the job training, I guess you could say, you know. Yeah. Um, so I, I wish more people would go against the grain, but it's harder. It's a harder road for sure. It's so, all right. We'll, we'll, we'll stick in solidarity. Like <laughs> yeah, we'll, well, yeah. we'll have some, some more conversations and you know get yeah. it out there and education yeah. pieces and and we'll go from there so right. thank you so much for uh absolutely thank you for talking with me for sure and yeah. and uh <laughs> faring the ups and downs we, we won't talk about the outtakes that already occurred no today, no <laughs> not, not a, I'm, i've got the same background so uh, yeah i don't we will not talk about the switching around of the room that needed to occur but no it's all good it's dr all courtney good. green 1041 yeah. strength and physical therapy in alabama thanks so much yeah.